I'm never wrong. My man said he's never wrong. I'm never wrong. All right, man. Your boy missed two, two late free throws and you're still never wrong, eh? He could have missed four. <laughs> I don't care. Yo, the refs did everything to give Clippers the game. Clips and everything. six. Everything. Clips and six. Everything they could. And Clips for and George six. to manage to blow it. Clips and six. Clips and six. All right, man. We'll see after tonight. You're about to adjust your take Clips and seven. Uh-huh. And then after that, it's Clips we'll next see. year. <laughs> I don't want the Clips to win. Honestly, I, I don't like the Clippers. I like Paul George. And I don't know why. Since when do you like Paul the, George? Like, this, this. I've always liked Paul George, man. Alright, man. He reminds me of myself the way that I play. Oh, yeah? Breaking yeah. the free throws. Nah, nah, nah. Not, not, not that aspect. I'm talking about the... Uh, I'm talking about the offensive end. Mm. The arsenal that he has. Oh, yeah? You know? It's impressive. He's a player. He's, a, he's got a lot of finesse. Mm. And I remember history different. I don't know what this history is. I've never seen him move like Paul George. As we can see, Noble's braids, like braids are pulling his brain a little tight. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's unable to remember correctly. <laughs> they're not braids. I don't know what he calls them. Yeah, they're just like stiff. He looked like a pineapple. Yeah. But we're not going to speak on that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into the show. <laughs> Come to the intro. <laughs> <to> the intro. <laughs> Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. <laughs> All right, welcome, 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 everyone, to episode what is it, thirty-three of Pump Picks and Hot Takes. This is your God boy Chisum coming at you. Um, in virtual studio, we've got the kind himself, Vinu. How you doing today, sir? I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I know that I'm right. That's what I've got to say. Things may be looking rough right now, but I know that I'm right. Mm. Um, j- just, just for um, so, so the listeners know, he did predict. He predicted um, Atlanta Hawks versus Los Angeles Clippers in the NBA Finals. Um, we'll just leave that there. And uh, it, the other co-host that we have in, in the virtual studio here, just shaking his head, is the zookeeper himself, Nymphreak. Noble, <laughs> why are you disgusted today, sir? I'm disgusted by what this man could utter, and he has the audacity to say, "I'm always right, bro." You, you always, will see. you always you will stupid see. is what you are, bro. I'm you will see. Lie. You will see. But anyways, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm over here eating my food. I'm trying to get my. I've been at work the whole day. You know, it's been a long ass day. I'm just trying to relax, talk about some basketball. And tell y'all niggas that I, I'm always right. Not yeah. not him, but me. I'm right. See, it's a little childish making it into a competition like this. If if I'm honest, it just seems a little childish. But all I'm gonna say is that I was the first one to say that I'm always right, and uh, <laughs> I am always right. <laughs> hey, you know, I just want to point out something. You see, I'm just looking through the 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 Hawks and and Bucks stats. Yeah, and yeah. Trey Young is out here putting up Julius Randle numbers, bro. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay because cool. we know Julius Randle was All NBA. Mm. That's okay. Let's see, fifteen points, two rebounds, three assists. Do you want? Do you want to say what he put up in Game One? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know what it was. No, 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 no. You're just letting me know about <laughs> last night. 
do you remember what he put up in game one? See, my, my memory isn't that uh, isn't that strong. If my memory was that strong, I'd probably be in engineering. But oh, really? I was a psych major, yeah. Really? Okay. So well, we just can, we, just, we can, just do recall for the last twenty four hours. I can let you it. know he had he had forty. I don't, I don't want to know though. He had forty eight seven and eleven. I, I already forgot those numbers. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, before we, we actually get into the into the playoffs properly, let's go over, uh, I guess, a big change that just uh, that happened in the NBA over this week. Um, the Dallas Mavericks has found have found themselves a new coach in Jason Kidd, and part of his uh, his coaching staff, JJ Barea is going to be uh, is going to be one of the assistant coaches there. Um, both these guys were on that Dallas Mavericks team that won the championship in two thousand and eleven. Um, Jason Kidd has gone on to coach multiple teams since then. He's currently the, or at least he was the Los Angeles Lakers assistant coach this season. Um, so he's obviously stepped up there. So I want to find out from you guys, how do you feel about this, uh, this new coaching change or this new hire for the, for the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic moving forward? I think it was time for a bit of a change. I agreed with the Mark, uh, Mark Cuban statement that... If there's no one better out on the market, why would you let go of Rick Carlisle? But it looked like Rick Carlisle, he had had his day and he knew he'd had his day. And it was a very mutual, it was a genuine mutual kind of split. And as a result, they're now looking for a guy to who, who embodies the, the team's philosophy. And I think mm. Jason Kidd does that pretty well. It's a, I, I see that philosophy as kind of like a hard-nosed team, good at defense, but... In, this is historically, not necessarily now, but historically hard-nosed, good at defense, kind of scruffy, scrappy, but they've got this offensive finesse to them at times. And that's something that I think Jason Kidd can bring. I think he did a good job when he was with, uh, who was it, Milwaukee, right? At the start yeah. of it. And I, I think they let him go a little too soon. It seems to have gone well for them since because of their league position and stuff, but I still think that there was something that he could have given to that team. So I think it's a good hire all in all. J.J. Barea is kind of like a Rick Carlisle 2.0 because if you know about Rick Carlisle's story, he was a player, I think, for the Dallas Mavs and he became an assistant coach and then worked <laughs> his way up. So he's kind of a Rick Carlisle 2.0 here. But yeah, I think it's a it's a positive change. It's not a massive needle turner, but it's, it's a positive change. I think they still need, what, as Mark Cuban said... <laughs> A second scorer with Porzingis just sat there saying, am I, am I a joke to you? <laughs> yes, yes, you are a joke to us, Porzingis. <laughs> I mean, yes, he is a joke, bro. I'm not even going to lie. I've been trying to defend him just because I know how much Vino loves him. So uh-huh. um, just for those reasons, I'm trying to uphold his honor, but I'm not going to lie. You have had every chance. You had every chance in the playoffs to show us that you could be the number two guy. And you had Tim Hardaway out here outshining you, bro. He has you looking like a role player, fam. So, yeah, they do need a second scorer. He got figured out way too easy. Yeah, and in terms of Jason Kidd, I think he's an amazing ad for um, Luka Doncic. Oh, Luka Doncic. I mean, at the end of the day, NBA players are professionals. You can tell who is good by who talks about you. You don't have to mention your name if you have other people talking about you. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Damian Lillard, when he asked about who he wanted to coach him, he dropped Jason Kidd's name. 
Lillard is one. Is Lillard is an all-time great point guard. So if an all-time great great point guard is saying, you know what, I want this guy to come coach me. I mean, there has to be something he knows about Jason Kidd that maybe not everyone else is aware of. And if, if they're not aware of it, I'm aware of it. I know in terms of coaching, Kidd is actually a really good coach. His Especially only on the problem, defensive end. Exactly. He knows how to. He he's a high IQ coach who can draw plays specific to a scenario. So I think they have. It's really good for them because in Portland they need to switch things up because the way that they were going by it, it probably wasn't. It hasn't been the. It hasn't been the best. I said Portland. Sorry, in Dallas, the way they've been going by it, they've sort of hit a soft ceiling. Soft ceiling. I think he comes through and he breaks. He breaks it through. He takes them to the next stage. Shows us how what, what Luka Doncic can be like when he's more in control. Maybe it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. See, one of the reasons I'm actually really looking forward to this pairing right now is just because of the, the there's slight similarities between Jason Kidd and Luka Doncic in terms of their play. Um, so both of them are really big guards who can like put them in any kind of open space. And they will slice and dice you up. Put them in in the half court setting, and they will always find the the best pass. But it's just Luca has a ton more shit in his bag that Jason Kidd never never did have. And I'd like to I I want to see how he helps Luca just open up the floor and take advantage of all those gifts that this guy has. Because we all saw this this playoffs and we've seen the last couple of years how special Luca is. In terms of scoring, passing, rebound, like he could do everything on the court. Jason Kidd is one of those guys who could do everything on the court. So you pair those two guys up together with with Jason Kidd's acumen and coaching, and now he's had even more experience as a coach. Like I, I think this is a this is a this could be a match made in heaven. So hopefully everything works out, and the Dallas Mavericks could look like a scary team if they are able to pick up that second scorer um, in this off season here. Yeah, um, I agree. And I think uh, just to add on that a little bit, yeah. um, I think he could really kind of, that year that he took in LA, or the mm. two years I think it is he's been coaching in LA. Two years. It's, With the championships now to his name. It's coaching. helped him develop as a coach. It seems odd to say because he was already a good coach, but everyone has room for improvement. And I think it's helped him improve massively. And yeah, just to go on to the Celtics a little bit, they they hired Imi Uduka, Uduko. No. Yeah, Udoka. I don't know. That's probably not the right way to pronounce that name, but that's who they hired from the Boston, from the Brooklyn Nets. Sorry. People are saying a lot of good things about him, so it's kind of Brad Stevens' first action as Boston's GM. What do you think of it? Do you think they could have got a more high-profile coach, or do you think they've done a bit of headhunting here and done a good job? See, honestly, I, I don't know very much about this guy, uh, Emil Udoka. Like his. I, assistant coach of, of or one of the assistant coaches there in Brooklyn. I don't know like his like too much of his background, um, but if if um, Brad Stevens is picking him up as his first move, I like my assumption is he must have done his homework because if he didn't, and this guy doesn't pan out, this this looks very fucking bad. So my my assumption is these guys have done their research and know that this guy must be fucking like a phenomenal. Um, basketball mind, so um, he was he did learn under pop for a little bit, mm. so that goes a long way. Oh, yeah. But then again, so did Coach Mike Budenholzer. 
Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and we know his adjustments. Hey, he adjusted in game two. Let's talk yeah. about that. Let's yeah, talk let's, about let's, that. I mean, game two, game two of the of the um, Milwaukee Bucks and Atlanta Hawks series that uh, that Vino predicted the, the Atlanta Hawks are going to win. The Hawks got blown up. I did by not say 34. they were going to sweep, though. I'm just saying that they got blown up by 34. Uh. Trey Young couldn't get going. As we said, he's putting up Julius Randle playoff numbers and uh, 15 points, two rebounds, uh, three assists, stuff like this. <laughs> he looks like he should be playing in the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> motherland. <laughs> yeah. So, so far, like, game Even one, Trey really Young would win a ring. <laughs> I mean, it, in the future, yes, but this year... No. Yeah. Trey Young and King Julius together. You think they would have <laughs> win a ring? Come on now. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, go on. Trey Young's been Trey Young dropped a dud in game two. What's your point? Dro- dropped a dud in game two after after big numbers as we know point out in game one. Forty eight, seven and eleven on fifty percent shooting. Can I just field. point out something? Yeah. I know you, you you wanna come out and talk talk about his forty eight, seven and eleven, but guess what? Those are historic numbers. You know what's funny about historic numbers? They usually don't get repeated, bro. It's called history for a reason, bro. It stays like that for a while. He's called Trey Young, bro. Okay, chill the fuck out with your eyes stray fanatism. But anyways, that's all I was saying, fam. Think about this. Trey Young can drop forty eight, seven and eleven. How much did the Hawks win by? three bro so he had to do everything in his power and bring a supernatural performance for them to win by three points doesn't that but we know how Yanis be like no 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 but Yanis is that's the thing Yanis is gonna always do Yanis numbers Yanis is gonna give you 20 plus points um double digit boards maybe six to nine assists on depending on the game he's always gonna I can do see his a bits. day I can see a day where Solomon Hill or Danilo Gallinari or someone bothers Yanis enough the day are not that good on the whole. Gallinari is not are that good. Not Gallinari. I'm just uh, Gallinari got a bit of length. Gallinari got a bit of length. But someone Bro, stop just it. Gets into no, him a little bit. Defensively there's no one stopping him. I mean there's maybe Brooke, there's maybe Clint Capella, but even Clint Capella can only do do you see how he's literally just longer than them. So there's I mean Brooklyn tried it. They're trying it in a way. Like they're trying to do a wall, but they're too small, they're too little, bro. And he's realizing more and more that you know that three ball that was like in that was during during the season? That ain't it. That's it's not it, fam. And the more he goes in that paint, that is just destructive, bro. He is destructive for the rest of these people out here. And I'm saying that's that's just besides the point. That's Yanis on one side. Then you talk about Drew Holiday. My bad. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton picking it back up. Like Drew Holiday came and had a he had a very decent game. He had a monster game in game two. And I think going forward he's also gonna realize, guess what? I can be guarded. Who's gonna guard Drew Holiday on that team, bro? It's not gonna be skinny Trey. Or is it white boy Kevin? Kevin? A boy called Kevin is gonna guard him. <laughs> Bro, even K- yo, because even Kevin. yo, have you ever have you ever had someone call Kevin Durant Kevin, bro? They either call him Kevin Durant or KD. No one calls him Kevin, bro, because he's even embarrassed about that name, bro. Let's not let's not lie about it. You're not gonna be guarded by a guy called Kevin. <laughs> What's this guy disrespectful? I swear, Kevin is a uh, Captain Holt's um, husband. <laughs> in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, fam. 
You don't get guarded by a guy called Kevin. <laughs> I mean, the next brother is okay, boy. He has a bad name, Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah, he has a bad name. But the bro- the guy has one leg. He's literally still injured. So, no one's going to stop Drew. Chris is going to see his, his, his looks. I just feel like in game two, the Bucks realized who they were. And the Hawks understood who they were not. I understand so, that. Listen, I'm not going to be delusional here. And say that all is fine and dandy for the Atlanta Hawks. They were, um, yeah, the the Bucks worked them out yesterday. Yeah, for real. stretched, stretched out. Yeah, yeah. But I do, have, I do have faith. I do have faith in Trey Young. And you say, you say, I'm gonna ignore that comment, and I'm gonna continue to say that you say the 48, 7, and 11 are historic numbers, right? And you say that they're usually not repeated. Noble, noble, you better get a grip of yourself. Oi, look, we're not gonna talk about, we're not gonna talk about stretching out the WAP again. Alright? I'm just saying, that's what, that's what happened, bro. We all watched it. Yo, it was that was, oh, no. that was a rated oh, R game, fam. There was nothing PG about it. We're gonna be a rated R podcast, man. We're gonna be a rated R podcast, bro. Oh my lord. Oh shit. A- anyways, you say the forty-eight, seven, and eleven is historic numbers and probably won't be repeated. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you for free, mm-hmm. as a New York Knicks fan. Okay. These numbers can and will be repeated. <laughs> yeah, just just because it did it to y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. They can and they will. And yeah, listen, 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 listen. Just because he embarrassed you guys doesn't mean that every team is the same, bro. You guys are the Knicks for a reason. For the, for a reason. Y'all I'm trash. Not I'm not here to say... I'm not here to say that they're going to win this series. Because you already know that I believe that. But looking at game two... It looks a lot like the Bucks have figured out how to stop Trey Young, in a way. Mm, and it looks a lot like it looks a lot like the Hawks have no answer for. They have no yes. answer for. They have uh, no yeah. answer for them at any at any position, to be honest. And this is literally what I was thinking about. Uh, Drew Drew is a mismatch. Chris Middleton is a mismatch. Who's guarding him? It's not John Collins. John Collins got to guard either Brook Lopez, which is a mismatch, or Yanis, which is a mismatch. Like the closest matchup they have is Capella versus Yanis, but still Yanis dominates him. So I still, I just say, bro, I understand why Charles Barkley said Bucks in four, but the only reason why they lost game one because I'm that nigga have to guarantee it. That was the only reason they lost game one. Come the rest of the games, bro. Not even hey, isn't that your brother, bro? You, you and you and Chuck always agree on things. Nah, you need to shut the fuck up. I ain't never associated myself <laughs> with him. You need to stop that. I have bro. proof from last episode, bro. Don't let me play. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I did not. I, if I might agree with him, I do not associate myself with him. There's a big difference. <laughs> Noble nah. looks kind of like Charles Barkley as well. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> to get this man bro. He just finished a long day at work and now you're calling him Chuck. <laughs> the skinny man of bo- the skinny man of box out bro. <laughs> Yo, you know what no one does play like Chuck sometimes. Just head down. Oh is it? 
I understand what you're saying. What I don't understand is how it's funny. Like, I, I don't understand the comedy part of it. We're talking about com- Chuck in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, is it? I thought you were talking about the other one. Your grandmom. No. <laughs> my, my grandma's name is not Chuck. Her name is... She's an old Indian lady. Her name is Chuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> going back to this game too though like just looking at the, the like how quickly that game was over because I was watching it on the couch and by like halftime Sam walks in like she walks out <laughs> from the room and she just looks at the TV and she's like oh this game is over at this point the the Hawks are down like 25 and I'm like wait no 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 this team has come down from, from being down 20 before but then like after thinking about it for like five minutes, it's like, yo, the only team that they were coming down from 25 from was the 76ers, who have been known to blow big leads. The Bucks yeah. haven't really had that problem. They might have problems closing out close games, but typically when they go up by 20, 25 points, you're typically not going to, like, because they have enough shooters to, to keep building on that lead. And also Yanis just spinning his way to the rim every other possession. It's ugly, but it works. It, it just, it keeps going in. Keeps going in. And they just don't really have anyone there to stop him. So, Vino, are you very, are you still as confident as you were last week when you said that the Atlanta Hawks are going to the NBA Finals? Trey Young, you have made me now. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, um... Let me just say, I wasn't overly confident last week, to be honest, but <laughs> this week, it started well. It started well with the W, and then it just kind of spiraled out of control from there when, I, mm. when game two... Game two feels like three or four games watching it. It was painful. They were literally just... They, they were no match. So, I don't know how this is going to go from here. I hope that Trey can get his source back for game three. And I hope that the rest of the team support him, hit their threes. Clint does his job in the paint. And they should, should they should be okay to win the next game, I think, if they're able to do that. Dude, no one on the on the Hawks scored um, up to 20 points last game. You, this is the problem, but they they're all capable. They've got scorers on that team. There, there's problems with the... I think they they struggled to kind of get a handle of the box yesterday. And because of that, they suffered. But in the end, they'll figure it out. And whether they win the series or not, they'll win a couple more games in the series, I think. Uh, I have a feeling that they can win it just because, I don't know, man. Trey is just, this offseason, he's just been something else. This postseason, he's been something else. He's He's been going off on different levels. And That's every Stockholm, time you doubt Stock, it. Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm oh syndrome. I understand it. I understand every it. time, every time. Listen, he performs. When need be, he performs. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. No, uh, I assume you're still solid in, in Milwaukee Bucks going to the NBA Finals? Bro, Bucks in five. Bro, if this guy ends up being right, I might actually have to just... Oh. That would Yo. piss me off, man. I imagine the Clippers don't go either. Oh man, 
Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week's episode when, when two people make you look like a fool. Because then we just have to introduce aye, 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 topics aye. with that. It makes someone look like a fool. I, <laughs> I might not be wrong, and I don't think I'm wrong. Surely I can't be wrong on both. Surely. <laughs> I mean, surely, surely I can't be wrong. I know I take the underdog in both, but surely I can't be wrong on both. I um, mean, let's move to the to the other side of the of the of the other conference. The other, other prediction. <clears throat> I feel I feel good sitting here. I just want to say right, real quick, real quick. Mm. I said last week, and you can pull up the receipts. I said. Phoenix is gonna beat the Clippers. I said that I think Phoenix. I think Devin Booker is more technically capable on the offensive end than Paul George is. And you know what? I stand by every single thing that I said. I excuse. Okay, for all um the viewers who are listening. PG is back. Uh, CP3 um, is back as well. CP3 is back. Yeah. So right now in the series, it's a two-one lead. Um, the Phoenix Phoenix won the first two games at home. The first one they won it by about five points. Um. It was a close game. I don't remember the exact score. The next game, game two, it was won by buzzer beating dunk by goal by goaltending Aiton. That's what I'm calling from now on. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving I'm giving Das I'm giving Das a moniker. Not because it wasn't a goaltend, but I'm just saying the absolute the IQ to know that it wasn't a goaltend, bro. I gotta call you goaltend from now on just because of that. That was one of the smartest plays I've ever seen <laughs> in my life in real time. Sorry, not even in real time, because I won't, I won't lie to the viewers, guys. No, I watched that game. I was, I was asleep. It was around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., my time. But I, I I woke up, and I watched the game from halftime. Do you know when I fell asleep? I fell asleep with 0.9 seconds left on the clock, because I said, fuck this. I was like, they because the Suns had a possession right before that. They had a possession that had about 6 seconds on the clock, and then mm. they dribbled it out. And, and then I was like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, no, nah, this game's dumb. Boom. I'm, I closed my phone. Wake up the next morning. Put on the YouTube just to the end of the ad, just to see. I wanted to see them say that Clippers got got the game, and I see two zero. I'm like, what? DeAndre Ayton, Monty Williams, Coach of the Year, bro. This is why I said before, it's not even close. Hey, but he's not coach coach of the year though. He's not coach of the year though. No, but I mean that's yo go fuck. I mean, them people can vote whoever they want. That that is my coach, bro. That is my coach of the year. I've been writing, I've been writing for this guy ever since he was in OKC, and I'm just happy to see him shine. I'm Mm. happy to see him shine too after everything that happened with him as well. Before you go there, just uh, I have two quick quotes for you, bro. You know what they are. Hold on. No, 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 no. Just give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Let, let me, me know when you're something. ready. Uh-huh. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Free throws. Okay. Free throws, bro. Okay. Can, can you explain to the people why, why those words are important? Obviously, for all of the young kids out there and in basketball, it's important to learn your fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Free throws are a key part of the game. You don't mm-hmm. want to be a liability when you're late in the game. Say you get sent to the Keyword, free throw line. liability. You don't want to be a liability. And um, you should make your free throws. However, mm. some coaches go a little too hard about it. <clears throat> some people go a little too hard about it where they're like, Oh, he missed two late free throws in the game. But if he's an 80-something percent free throw shooter and he usually makes his late free throws, it's not so bad because everyone makes mistakes. Mm. Do you understand? But the back-to-back... Did you you see the look in his face after missing the first one? Yeah. 
That man's eyes were... I have, question, I have a question here. This man just said it's not so bad. I swear it's worse. If Ben Simmons misses two free throws at the end of the game, no one's going to get mad, are they? If yeah. David Lillard, yeah. if Steph Curry, if Kyrie ever misses two, if Kevin Durant misses two free Everyone throws Everyone gets mad when LeBron misses free throws at the end of the nah, game, no even one, though he's not, no, no one, he's nah, not no, a good shooter. No, no one gets mad like that. Like, when they get mad on hating the king on the king. Have like, you heard no Skip one, Bayless? Yeah, that's Skip Bayless. Ain't nobody give a fuck about him, bro. That nigga has, that nigga has beef with LeBron's mom. I don't understand what it is, so just leave them to <laughs> Yeah, LeBron's mom probably rejected him in the club one time, and now he's mad. Exactly. Let them settle that family beef. That's not the <laughs> Drip Bayless. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is naturally, if you're a good shooter, you make your shots. That's why you're called a good shooter. So, bro, you, people are acting like he didn't score the last eight points before that. It doesn't matter. Position. It does not, bro, yeah. oh, bro. It God. does not matter because all, see, at the end of the day, they ask you a question. Did you answer the question? No. The question was, can you be our star? He was not the star that night, bro. Because your star does not go and sell the game. On the LeBron's last two free throws bro. in the playoffs. Let's give these guys every LeBron's call possible, bro. Like, every possible call that you need to win that kind of game. The, from the Pat Beverly tip that, that was called um, uh, Clippers ball on the on the out-of-bounds. Any other, any other place in the come world, on, that is, that is on, going to be called on, Suns ball. But, but listen, listen, regardless, listen, listen. regardless, right? If it all comes down to this, the Clippers are up one. Right, so the pressure isn't even that high. You are up one. At least make one free throw to make sure that they cannot, like they don't beat you with a two with a with a two point bucket. Right, and this guy goes breaks the first one. And I look, I swear to God, I saw his face as he was about to take, as the the ref passing the ball when he's doing his little uh, free throw routine. That man did not look confident. He did not look like the kind of person that you. He he didn't have the face of a person that you you'd go. Yeah, he's making that second free throw. He looked nervous as shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes ahead and breaks the second free throw. And bro, come on. Th- this is the guy that you made me apologize to last week. Really? Is this is this is this your your finals MVP, Reno? Look, 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 look. He bricked his last two free throws, yes. And he choked in that game, yeah. But he also scored those eight points. He is on his own here. And he's carrying the team. And he's getting close in every game. He won one of them. No, and bro. He... No, 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 no. People are not giving him his credit. He's balling out. Yeah, he fucked up, man. Everyone messes up. It happens, bro. It's Yeah, he choked. I'm not going to say he didn't choke. He choked. But we got to move on now. I think in game four, it's going to be another Clippers win. And it's going to be a Paul George masterclass. And you're going to be there next week when the Clippers are in the finals. Apologizing to him again, Chisum. Say, Paul George, you have made me look like a fool. <laughs> nah, bro. I don't believe that's possible. You know why? Because, uh, first off, you said he's he's alone doing this by himself. Bro, Reggie Jackson is playing like a fucking all-star right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, but Jackson, that's not, no, 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 that's Reggie not Jackson, Kawhi, though. That's not bro, Kawhi, Reggie though. Jackson is, is shooting 50-40-90 in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's not Kawhi, though, bro. Like, he's not Kawhi, but... Like, this guy has... He does have help. Right? I'm not saying he doesn't have help, but he doesn't have the squad that he did before. Obviously, with Kawhi out. And he's kind of... The, the Suns are up to full he, strength again. And he, he kind of really got them close in that game too. So I think people don't really give him credit for, for what he's doing. They're just trying to take away... Because he missed the free throws. Yeah, he choked. I'm saying he choked. 
but he's been balling out, bro. See, last week, Vini, you, you said this is Paul George's uh, chance to be the number one star again. Like he yeah. was back in Indiana when he used to yes. go back and forth with LeBron. And, and now you said he, now he's going to get the chance to show you what he's truly made of. Yeah. I'm telling if this is what he's truly made of, bro, I don't think I want to buy it. Look, you'll see tonight how he plays. He will mm. prove a lot of people wrong. And I think the Clippers will win the game today, game four. And I think the series will be tied 2-2, two and two, and it's anyone's game from there. We still haven't heard any news on Kawhi, which is kind of wild. We saw him in the stands with his kids so he can walk. But I don't know, what could it be, rest? <laughs> no, he couldn't, couldn't possibly be rest. <laughs> Yo, imagine if the man is actually still load managing. Load managing. <laughs> Your team is down two one. It's like, mm, I'm man is just load until game four. But you could be down four uh, all. No, 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 no. Game four. Game four. That's yeah. what I'm coming back. Yeah, uh, we'll load manage still then. I don't know why, bro, but it. I think they've got a good chance of winning this series. They'll like the Hawks. They're not the favorites, but they've got a good chance. And people are counting them out because they think Paul George is some sort of a bomb. You're all gonna be wrong. I just have to make. I just have to say something again. See what I compared the Hawks and the Box. I mean, yeah, the Hawks and the Box. Let's do this, let's do a simple comparison here with the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. Okay, so all games have been close. We haven't. We can't deny that. Except this was. Um, Every game has been close. The Clippers managed to take this one. But what was different from this game to the last two games? Number one difference, Chris Paul is back. Guess what? There is no way for you to take a 10-day break from the NBA and come back and just shoot lights out. Like, that, An NBA that, playoffs too, not just exactly. yeah. NBA. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, exactly. That's so, fine. I mean... It's like and so the he was low key a downgrade on Cameron Payne from the game before. No, Payne I'm not gonna lie out. because yeah, Payne was playing Payne at maximum. Out. Yeah, so yeah. But, I mean, at the same Payne time, was playing like an all-star. It is Chris Paul. You still I have to bring him mean. in. That's one, two. Then Booker was wearing a mask, and that mask does change your game so much, especially, especially on players like Booker because players like Booker, players like Steph Curry, they're technical guys. Everything that they do is from their shots. If you change it just a little bit. Their game, their game changes so much. That's why when they they have certain foot injuries, they literally cannot play because they can't get the right energy, so they can't get the right shot off. It, it's almost impossible. So, game three, while the Sun, the Clippers came and they balled out and everything. The Suns, it was almost like it was set up against them. That game was literally the Clippers to lose. If they lost that game, then it meant like they had no compensation. They, were, they had no right to even being in the compensation for for anything. Like it should have been a sweep. So them winning that game is more or less what is expected. Now I think game four, game four tonight. That's where we really, really see who can, who wants it, who wants it. So I don't think you should expect what whatever happened in game three from Phoenix. Forget that. That's something different is going to happen tonight. And I love I how I love how Ty Lue has been. I love how ho- the whole Clippers squad here have come out and said Ty Lue is basically Bill Belichick, and he's out here making adjustments the whole game. Yeah. I want to see those adjustments game four. I'm not going to say anything to prove him wrong, even though I don't believe it is. He is anywhere close to Bill Belichick's level or even a good coach's level, but that's just that's my opinion. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to declare that right now. 
what I want to mm. see from Ty Lue in Game 4, I want to see your adjustments to Monty Williams' adjustments because I know there will definitely be some Phoenix Suns adjustments coming into Game 4. And let's see how good the coaching is going to be. Yo, the one thing about this, like this Clippers roster, not the roster, but the the way that they are playing defense against DeAndre Ayton, with like, obviously, we, like we all know DeAndre Ayton is a really good center in this league. His, but right now, the Clippers are acting like he's some kind of scrub sometimes. Because when they go with that small ball lineup and start switching everything, and DeAndre Ayton sets a pick for, for Devin Booker, and then now, now you let um, Rajon Rondo or someone like that switch onto Aiton in the post. It's like, are you asking? Like, do you just want him to score? Exactly. Like, do you just want to lose the like? What's like? Why? Why are small men switching onto this guy? Like, he's he's giving you twenty and ten in the first, like first two games, and he's still letting these small players guard him. Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if this is part of of Tyloo's plan, but shit, bro, it's, it's I know it worked in Game Three, but long term it's probably not going to work out if you if you keep letting uh, you know six foot two, six foot three guys guard a, a seven foot center like that's a seven foot skilled center too. Yeah, it's, it's not good enough. Get man. eaten up in the post, man. It's not going to work. You need to just stick on defense sometimes. I think teams nowadays in general switch too much and the Clippers are just going further and further with it. Mm-hmm. Just got to stick to your man. They can they can do this if they just they play proper defense. Because right now they're letting DeAndre 18 get wherever he wants. Do whatever he wants. What do you have winning game four between the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns? Suns, baby. It's a Suns and, and Bucks finals. Oh, I know it's going to be a Suns and Bucks finals, but I'm not sure if it's going to be as straightforward as... As uh, I think I think it's a seven game series. Honestly, do you think it's a seven game series? And I think that Wait, which, the Suns are gonna win between uh, the, between the Phoenix Suns and uh, the Clippers. I think the Suns are gonna pull it out in seven. But just I think the Clippers are that good enough. I think if they had Kawhi Leonard, to be fair, that they would be better than the they would be better because we can't. Let's be honest. Like I said, you have to think about it like this. Same way I talked about the Hawks, and same way I think about the Phoenix Suns. Um. Without no Kawhi Leonard and Devin Booker doing everything, like Devin Booker had a 40-point triple-double for them to win by, what, six points or five points in the first game. And the second game, they had to, Paul George had to miss two free throws for them to come and win game two at their home. So, I mean, and then they come here and they win game three, and Clippers come and win game three. So, that tells me that as much as I like the Phoenix Suns, and I do think that they're going to pull it out, it's more... A factor of them being very good at home than them being the better team. I think the Clippers are the better team, but they're not good enough to beat Phoenix Suns at their home ground. And just because they've lost home that home court advantage, they lose the series. That's what I think. To me, the, like the reason I, I picked the, the Suns to win this series, like one, I think the Suns are the better team out of the two. But the bigger reason, that, but even to me, that like that difference isn't very like it's not big. It's not like what like I see them playing. I'm like, holy shit, the Clippers or the Suns are just a way way better team. Um, to me, they're those teams are very very close. But the the biggest difference right now is Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. Kawhi not being on the court makes a huge yeah. difference. Like that is the best player on the Clippers team, like by far. 
I don't think anyone is, is having a conversation for George Kawhi. It's, it's Kawhi's team. And him not being there is equivalent to taking the best player off any other team in the, like in the league. You, they're just not going to be the same. And everything falls on Paul George's laps right now. And give him credit. And as I've said before, I, like, he, he's, he's doing really good. But I don't think Paul George is the guy that can take the team like all the way yeah, there. Right now, the team, like a team like Clippers, we didn't need it. Like a, as funny as it sounds, a Devin Booker type player with the rest of the team could maybe take them over the hump. But I don't think Paul George is as great. I don't know why, but his one-on-one offense isn't as great as it used to be. Like if his shot is falling, then I think yeah, yeah. If his shot is falling, that's different. But normally, I mean, he's one-on-one, and the way he creates his shot, he. I find that a lot of times I see him taking wild scrambles, like wild layups, like just trying to rely on maybe I can do some kind of body contortion that he doesn't really have anymore. I've seen him take at least four of these shots every every single game, and that just tells me that, bro, you're not ready because what you're supposed to do is even the difficult, difficult shots that you're taking are shots that you're taking in control to give you the best possible chance of getting that bucket in. He takes some wild shots. He's not really in control as he used to be. I know he's aged like fine wine and everything, but I don't. That's just my honest opinion. Watching him play versus watching Devin Booker play, I like these are two different offensive players who still they kind of have the same skill set, but the way they go about things are a, a, a little bit different. I think I get the the like Paul George is just a clear number two or three guy. Wow! Like he's not a number one. I think he can be a number one. Like he he can be a number one option, but I don't think he is going to win a championship as a number one option. I think Paul George is exactly who the Bucks need as their number two option. He's so still guy, number two. Yeah, 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 but he's a guy more reliable than Chris Middleton, who has higher seeding than Chris Middleton. Perfect player for the Bucks. But I feel like on a team like the Clippers, he can be a 1A with Kawhi. Like, that's kind of how they've been operating. To me, like, and to me, Kawhi is, like, is, a, like, is a better player, like, is a... Is a clearly better player than Paul George, and it's like I, I know this sounds like um, Paul George hate, but it's to me it's just like he doesn't like. Yes, he's skilled as fuck. We all know that, but then he just yeah. doesn't get himself as open when he's facing really, really tough defenders, which is what a number one option is supposed to do. So a number one option, even when you have a guy like Ben Simmons. Or whoever the best player in the in the or the, one of the best defenders in the league guarding you, you should still be able to create a decent look for yourself. You don't you won't make it all the time, obviously, but yeah. you should be able to create a good look for yourself. Paul George struggles with that a lot, which is why he's a to me he's a good number two because now Paul, uh, Kawhi can take well Kawhi can be guarded by a guy like Ben Simmons or whoever that best defender is on the other team, and he'll cook, and Paul George gets to play against the second best defender on that team. And then he gets the chance to um, to look his best as well, and then that to me propels um, the Clippers to being the best possible team they can be. But then take away Kawhi and Paul George is left trying to battle against Jay Crowder or whoever it is, or the the defense can only only worry about Paul George. I think that makes his life a whole lot more he, difficult. He's off, and ball. I don't think he has that skill set. You know me. what it is? His off ball movement is atrocious. He really doesn't have good off-ball movements. He doesn't make nice cuts, nice strong cuts. He doesn't run to get the ball. Like, he just stays in the corner and they try to do a tough pass. Like, I've seen a few turnovers where they try to get him the ball and they throw the ball and the man just swats it away and that's a turnover. 
But yeah, I think um, it'd be a very interesting series. I really want to see what happens in game game four. Um, going forward, I did hear a rumor that I wanted to address it with you guys. I saw a rumor saying that Ben Simmons might go to Golden State. I think that would be absolutely perfect because he would fill that Draymond role to a T and do it even better than Draymond. That is exactly what they need, I think. But here's like if you can get Wiggins and someone else for him. I don't I'm know about Wiggins. Like I feel like as bad as Ben Simmons, well, not bad, but like as as much of a liability as Ben Simmons is. Yeah, as much of a liability as he is on on the offensive end. Like his defense, I like still holds a lot of value in this league. So I don't know if the if the the Sixers would be willing to trade him for a guy like Simmons. You need to remember. So no Simmons, but uh, Wiggins. Right? Can I say something? Like, you need to remember yeah, that the Golden State Warriors have the fourth and eighth picks. There's a trade that I saw that looked interesting at first, but then like the moment I started thinking a little deeper about it, I'm like, I'm not sure about it. And it was the one Stephen A. Smith brought up. Um, ben Simmons to Portland for CJ McCollum. Nah. Give, like, give, give. Nah. Porzingis to Portland. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> no, Jenkins, Porzingis Jenkins. to Portland, okay. And, and then what happens with the rest? Like, they, what's going on? They've been having these struggles with Zach Collins for a long time. Okay, and it's not like Por- Porzingis is, is the is the Mister yeah, is Mister Iron Man. Yeah, but two injured guys, then you'll probably if you've got two injured guys, then you'll probably have one of them fit <laughs> at a time. So bring bring in Tingus Tingus and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, but like actually, like seriously thinking about that, um, what's it, um, CJ McCollum to to the Sixers, like. I think that could work out. I like it. For the it it's great for the Sixers, but then for the um, for the Blazers. But do they then trust? Do they then fully trust? You Harris know what? Max I think I, I know what I actually like no. it for both teams because let me tell you why I think it works for both teams because for the Trailblazers, Trailblazers had the was I think they either had the first or the fourth ranked offense in the league this year. They're, they're not, they've never had problems scoring. Their problem exactly. has always been on the other end, like stopping people from scoring on them. So mm-hmm. I feel like yes, CJ McCollum is a big he's a big dip in offensive scoring, but Damian Lillard can shoulder the load for sure. Nick Powell, um, Nick Powell will have to step up. Norman Powell, Norman Powell, my my bad, I don't remember the guy. Norman Powell will have to step up. I think um, was their center, the big boy Nurkic. Nurkic. Yeah, big Nurk Nurkic is gonna do something too. Rokos, everyone's just gonna step up as a team, and having that defensive intensity of Ben Simmons, Roko, and Nurkic. And uh, you know what? Norman Powell is a pretty good defender too. So I mean, Lillard is Lillard is not a great defender, but he's a pretty dedicated defender. So if you have all of them as a yeah. team and they have a defensive identity, and then they're coming over the end, other end, and they're bombing threes in you, that's a scary team. And I think yeah. that you know what? Lillard is actually pretty good at off the ball too. So he needs to watch some Steph Curry tape. Have li- have Ben Simmons run that literal Draymond Green role for them without the threes. And I think they could flourish. I think they could really flourish. I, I hear what you're saying. But just to rebut that, I think that their offense was so highly ranked this season for one of two or two of two reasons. So basically either of these reasons or both. One of which being their backcourt partnership of CJ McCollum and Dame. Not just Dame, but their mm-hmm. partnership. And the second reason, Terry Stotts' is excellent coaching. 
Now, if you're going to take both of those away, there's no guarantees that the offense is going to be a well-oiled machine like it has been in the past. So, I don't know if you can just get Ben Simmons and expect it See, to work. The, the, Reno, my rebut to your rebut is, <laughs> is when CJ went down for however many games, remember why Dame was in the, was in the MVP discussion? It was because he was able to keep the team up. afloat. Right? If, but that's short yeah. periods. When you know it's going to be a short period, then it, it's different. When you have to do it for a whole season, you see with Steph Curry, it doesn't really work. I know, I understand that. But then it's like, it's not like we're, we're just saying to, after this trade, don't pick up any more offense. Like, after this trade, absolutely still go find a, like a bit more, like pushing on the offense. But it's not like Dame, it's not like this team sinks without um, CJ. Right? And ben Simmons, wait, 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 hold on. Ben Simmons still averaged 18 points per game in the regular season. Like his playoff, ben Simmons, he, it's not no, his play and his playoff shortcomings that. are yeah. We all know we've all seen his playoff shortcomings, but in the regular season, he's still very much a threat to most teams, to yeah. most other teams. Like when, when you have the 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 time to game plan for him and and like to stop him, yes, you can like you can absolutely do it. But then and I bet you that I bet I'm you he's that shoot, that boy that boy is going to evolve this season. I, this is his this off season is his make or break year. Ah, he be, he better. See, he better. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to bank on him evolving. I'm just saying, like, I like as is well, right I'm now. I think he like he actually he will help the the Blazers if they do make that trade. All I'm gonna say about that Blazers is, I think they need a big three. I think they don't need to trade CJ. They need to find a way to get Ben Simmons without trading. Sorry, without trading. The CJ money doesn't there. match. I've already looked at it. Um, ben Simmons is um, CJ is on a four-year, hundred and something million contract. Ben Simmons is on a five-year, hundred and twenty million contract. I'm like, it's about twenty. They both like, I think CJ gets twenty-three mil a year, and Ben gets twenty mil, twenty mil a year. So, when you do the math, it, the money course, makes Dame sense. Is still, Dame is still making his, his money too. Nurkic is still making some like. There's, yeah. there's a lot of money there, so it's. it's I'm tough. saying if you lose Nurkic. If you lose Nurkic, you lose Zach Collins, these kind of guys, I'm sure you can make it work. But then, what you does Philly get back in that much. trade, though? Yeah, why would they want Nurkic? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't want like, Nurkic. We already they have Joel Embiid, one of the guys. Oh, the that's true, MVP. that's true. I'm not thinking about who we're trading with. It, w- it would have to be a three-team trade, but I think there's a way for them to get it done. Reg- uh, regardless, though, I don't think it'll work if it's just the two of them. I don't think Ben Simmons and... Uh, Dame would be a good ma- uh, a good duo in my opinion. I don't see it, man. To me, I, I, um, I think this this goes back to a point that you made, um, you know, a, a few a few weeks ago, at least a month ago now, um, about the mm-hmm. the the Blazers. They need they need to change something up because mm-hmm. you if you yeah. if you run it back again, like I can I can tell you right now, you will get the same result that you got this year, the same result you got last year, and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you have to change something up. So to me, this is like even if it doesn't work, at the very least, you still have two really good trade pieces that you can, um, you know, put out on the market and get stuff back. But if you just keep running things back, like you're not moving anywhere. You're not going. Like you're just staying in the exact same spot. You're not going up or down. You're not making it further into the playoffs. You're not winning a championship. Like nothing changes. But. Alright then, screw it. Pull the train. Oh, let's go. Um, <laughs> pull the train. Um, aside from that, do we have anything else that we want to go into, or 
is that mm. no nope I think that's about it for this week nope not, not that yeah. I know other than the fact that next year the Knicks are going to be the number one seed <laughs> in the Eastern Conference because we're getting a superstar this oh, one I don't know who. Who, who's, who's the superstar please I don't know who alright just Thibodeau we trust wow Yo, wow. he's about to go promise another man seven, uh, 48 minutes a game. Come on. Come play for the Knicks. Yeah, oh, 47 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. and 30 seconds care. a game, baby. I've come I've come to realize, I've come to realize that it's fine. <laughs> it's fine to get that Let him minutes. do what he wants to do. <laughs> Let him do what he wants to do because it clearly works. And he will he will beat quality out of players it clearly doesn't because he it has you dick sucking the guy who beat you right now if he did you'd be dick sucking your own players but here you are no 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 proclaiming no, no, trade. no i'm not dick sucking anyone for the record i i'm not sucking anyone's dick in this situation <laughs> i'm simply patting the back Okay. <laughs> this guy beat you so bad, he's turned into a believer. I, mean, I never seen this before. And it's only, this is almost as bad as KD leaving to the Golden State Warriors. I swear it's the same situation. They beat him so bad, he has no. to go join them. That's exactly what just happened to you, bro. You joined the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not. I'm oh, not oh. I, just, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just believe. I just believe that they have the potential to win this year. Mm. Not a ring, but an Eastern Conference Championship. Yeah. Cause we all know that's the real prize up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Alright, if that is everything, thank you very much everyone for listening to this episode of Fun Picks and Hot Takes. Hopefully you guys had an amazing time listening to it. We definitely had a, a great time making it for you, so we will catch you next week with Vino's apologies. Apologies. Hey. Multiple. Because neither Trey Young. Oh, oh. <laughs> She's some we Clippers. made to look like what? <laughs> made to look like fools. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I have no affiliation with the Atlanta. Yeah? <laughs> Is that a Hawks jersey hanging behind you? I swear it is. <laughs> no, is that trick no, and trade? No, oh my no. god. This man got the latest trick and trade trends. Oh. Oh, he got the black and the orange. Yeah. Oh, that looks beautiful, bro. That looks really? beautiful. Okay. Hey, you know what? Well, As a actually, prank, I'm going to get Nishki to, to change your, like, your, your laptop's wallpaper. It's just Trey Young. In fact, just Trey Young's hairline, really. <laughs> Do you want to keep the homicide? <laughs> I don't. Why do you want to cause a homicide? <laughs> and there's there's a recording of this, so you're aiding and abetting. I want everyone to know, me and him are in this together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, you listen to the Migos, don't you? You you and the Migos. <laughs> oh. All right. We will catch you guys next week. Have an amazing week. See you guys later. Yeah, with the apologies. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>